0: Hey gang, this is Trent Schatteker, chiropractor and advocate for chiropractors who locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of vertebral subluxation for the better expression of the body's innate intelligence. Welcome to today's tick. For each week we study a chiropractic principle, question, or chiropractor to help you acquire today's philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic. Thank you for investing your time with us as a student of chiropractic. Now let the class begin. Our body is like a large bucket, a health and life container, if you will. Health is like the contents of the bucket. And by eating properly, getting the proper rest, exercising regularly, and maintaining a positive mental attitude, along with attending to the other health-promoting measures, we are all adding to the contents of this bucket. Reduce any one of them, and you can diminish your level of health. They all add to the level. No single one of them assures you health. But together, they combine to fill our body, the bucket, with health. That was written by Joe Strauss. And in today's tick, we're going to grow in our understanding of well-being and health through a chiropractic analogy that we like to call the bucket. As you listen, make sure you share us with your friends, classmates, and colleagues And feel free to tag us at Today's Tick. Now let the class begin. All right, now sit back and and hear me out. Imagine your body like a bucket of water and the contents that make up health or vitality or well-being, whatever you want to call it, being the contents that fills the bucket or your body. When the bucket is full, full of water, full of contents, well-being is flourishing due to the biochemical balance of all the chemicals and physiological processes that make up the quality of life within our body. The right chemicals are being produced at the right time and in the right quantity. But when the bucket is low on water, dysfunction or disharmony are present, creating an environment for breakdown in the biochemical processes that make up normal function within the body. When the bucket is low on water, it poses an opportunity for too much of one chemical or too little of the next to be in quantity, creating an imbalanced bucket of well-being. Most, if not all of us, are born with a bucket full of water in a balanced state, statistically speaking. You are full of health and vitality from the day you are born. Your body stays full of well-being with no help from the outside through an inborn recuperative healing power to keep the bucket full of water through, let's say, a faucet of healing or restoration and creation of more water or contents to the bucket of well-being. R.W. Stevenson states in his 1927 chiropractic textbook that no one will deny that it requires intelligence to build a body. It cannot be denied that it takes intelligence to build even a tissue cell. You see, no scientist, however clever, has been able to do it and never will, for it is a task for the infinite. It must be remembered that infinity is in a tissue cell just as much as in the stellar space. It cannot be done by man, no matter how efficient the laboratories are. Moreover, Man cannot even repair one of these tissue cells if it's damaged. The cells in the bodies are built according to a plan, and it takes infinitely wise architect to make those plans. Though scientists have studied anatomy and histology for centuries, their knowledge of the body leaves as much unexplored as the darkest Africa before it was explored. Sugar is organic matter, having the formula C12, H22, Oxygen 11. It's made by the innate intelligence of the plants. Let chemists take the same elements in the same proportions and combine them chemically, and they'll have a compound of C, H, and O, but it will not be real sugar. Why? Because the infinite wisdom of innate intelligence was necessary. Now, this innate intelligence. Back to the back to the conversation here. This innate intelligence. Uh, I'm sorry, that was an awesome quote, and I think the information that he wrote back in 1927 is as applicable today as it is ever. And so. This innate intelligence that all living, breathing bodies are equipped with, and we've talked about a little bit on past episodes, and we've got an episode coming up that will specifically hone in on innate intelligence. But this innate intelligence that all living, breathing bodies are equipped with has an inner potential to keep the body in a balanced state. You see, just like he was talking about with the carbons and the hydrogens and the oxygens, our body naturally knows how to put things in order to create what it, what's necessary. And so your body strives to stay full of well-being from this above-down, inside-out process that we've talked about on previous episodes through an inborn recuperative power to keep the bucket of water full. This ADIO process of restoration of balance and harmony is accomplished through a faucet of creating more water or contents to the bucket of well-being. The faucet has a constant and steady drip of more health without any outside help or assistance. This is why some people can eat bacon, not exercise, and live to one hundred because their faucet's on and is constantly adding more health and vitality back into their bucket of well-being. For most of us who can't live an unhealthy lifestyle and need to choose the right decisions for our body, eating well, getting good exercise and rest, and investing into our quality of life, we need that so that we can keep the faucet contents added back into the bucket of well-being. You see, the more positive choices you do for your quality of life the more full the bucket fills, even though there's a natural drip of water adding back into the bucket through healing. We can aid in the process of this restoration of keeping our bucket full. This inner process of your bucket of well-being naturally filling up and aiding you to a full potential has its limitations though and how full it can be. Just, uh, for example, eating an apple a day or walking around the block are both excellent choices to adding to your quality of life, but eating apples all day and walking around the block all day will and can inevitably turn into a stressor on your body. You see, the bucket of well-being wants to be full, but when filled past its limits of capacity... Due to forcing the faucet to open, it can create stress on the bucket or your body. Your bucket may only be able to hold 5 gallons, and you're trying to force 10 gallons of well-being into it. This excess of good can turn into a negative force. This balance of well-being is different for everyone, and striving for greater awareness of how full your bucket of well-being is, is a journey and challenge we all should take to living towards an optimal quality of life. There's also another problem with our bucket that I'd like to discuss here before we wrap this conversation up. It leaks. Yes, our buckets leak. You see, we already discussed how your bucket has its limits on how full it can be on the top before it starts leaking. But your bucket of well-being can and does leak at the rate that stressors exceed the replenish and drip from the faucet. The more stress you put on your bucket before the bucket can refill, the more contents of the well-being can, can and does leak out from the stress holes at the bottom. Yet, we all have too much stress in our life and too much stress or not enough rest can and does create a leaky bucket. Doing less than what's necessary to keep the bucket full, the contents or water within may lower or become less balanced due to life's demands and stressors creating leaky holes at the bottom of the bucket. Our faucet may still be refilling well-being molecules of life, but the level of the water within the bucket is not staying full or balanced Due to the demands and stress outweighing the recuperative power to keep the bucket full. Stress outweighing the powerful innate healing process that replenishes through the faucet can create a leaky bucket. So what's the key you ask? What's the key to having that right balance? The key to keeping the bucket full of water is to keep the handles on open for the faucet to replenish the bucket before signs of that water level being too low. For example, waiting until we're thirsty to drink water may be too late to replenish the body's necessities before a state of dysfunction sets in. When you feel thirsty, it may be a sign that you're already dehydrated. Similarly, don't wait for your bucket to be low on well-being before you ensure the faucet is refilling to its capacity. This approach to keeping the handles on open at all times is a logical approach to keeping the bucket full of water because you know that stress is constantly attacking or creating holes on your bucket even if you're not aware of it. When the levels of well-being are low or dysfunctional in the bucket, it lowers our body's ability to adapt to life's demands or stress, creating more dysfunction and a lower level of water within the bucket or lower quality of life. Depending upon the size of your bucket and its capacity, content levels will affect the bucket differently. Low levels of water well-being in the bucket is similar to low gas levels in your car. When it's empty, your engine stops working. When it's running on fumes, you know the engine doesn't have as much power as it could or should, and our body works on chemicals very similar to gasoline. We require certain chemicals to create and maintain a level of well-being for our overall body engine to burn them as fuel. Keeping your bucket of well-being full is just a wise investment when you're constantly driving your body all day long. Well-being can be considered a fundamental principle rather than a fundamental pursuit when looking at your body in this analogy like a bucket. Living organisms such as the human body are fundamentally different from non-living entities because they contain this non-physical element that can create more well-being and health through the inner recuperative power of healing. You see, the potential for optimal well-being is within all of us due to this vitalistic aspect of life. And I recommend, because I'm a chiropractor, removing interference to this expression is one of the best options, not the only, but best options to enhance the potential within your bucket of well being. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode as I did. Let me know what you enjoyed about it by tagging us at Today's Tick on social media. And if this is your first episode, please subscribe. Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location, analysis, and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues. Be a champion and send them this episode. As BJ Palmer said, you never know how far reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. As always, we like to end our episodes with the definition of chiropractic. Chiropractic is a healthcare discipline that recognizes the innate recuperative power of the body to heal itself through identifying and caring for vertebral subluxations due to the relationship between structure and function as coordinated by the neurological system and how that relationship affects the preservation and restoration of well-being. with some chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroker or ID in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk.